and welcome to the Weekly Recap. I'm Nick. I'm Alex. And I'm Jake. We are virtual uh, happy houring. Fully remote. We're fully remote. We are currently self-quarantining. Not really. We're we're just stay-at-homing in our respective states. I I wonder why... um, why they don't call it shelter in place in Pennsylvania, but they call it that in California. I think it all just kind of means the same. It really does. Shelter in place just sounds like a, I don't know. I think it sounds more sophisticated than Californians are known for being very, um, I think, I think personally it sounds a little Soviet, but that's just me. I just think that it's a it's a fear tactic. Like we don't need these like super sophisticated terms for this stuff. Like guys, if you're immunocompromised, it means that you get sick easily. Like Okay, we get it. Or you have a pre-existing condition and you shouldn't be dealing with people anyway type of thing. Yeah, and that's the thing is like a lot of it is it is common sense. I mean, obviously the social distancing rules that are now in place are are much more uh stringent than than typically would be the case but oh, you, know, sure. you, you shouldn't just be running up to sick people and, and shaking their hand and stuff i mean you, you, you have to be smart about it and i mean that's going to continue right i think this will definitely change the way that we think about these types of things and how our interactions are with uh, with other people and you know personal hygiene is important and and uh it helps keep us safe and so everybody, hopefully everybody's staying safe out there. Stay at home if you can. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, or if you're on the front lines, thank you very much for kicking ass and doing your jobs. I mean, yes, absolutely. we went to uh, Trader Joe's this morning and there was a line like through the parking lot <laughs> um, just to get in because they were keeping the people in the store to a minimum, right? Trying to keep people away from each other, which is good. That's fine. Um, but I mean, you also need to get groceries and those people are out there in high spirits, having a good time with it and generally being decent human beings. So I thought that was kind of awesome. Yeah, no, I, um, I've stopped for coffee a couple times before going to work, which I'm still like debating whether or not that is something that I should be doing. Uh, cause I do have coffee I can make here, but I just like coffee, uh, buying it out. Um, but the woman who, has been there the last couple of times I've gone uh, at the drive-through place has been so incredibly like upbeat and it just like puts a smile on my face. So I'm glad that there are people out there that are, um, even if they might not be feeling the best about working um, like a service, a service job in this time. Uh, I'm glad that, that they're still <laughs> uh acting happy because uh it makes me makes me feel better about our situation so yeah yeah, i still going to work i think it's important for people to uh maintain positivity in a time like this and as we discussed last week um there are plenty of stories out there of people helping out and and you know organizations getting involved whether it be you know sports teams or just individuals donating money and re- and you know raising money uh offering their time and services and things businesses um, donating food and and all that kind of stuff like 
Caliente was a big proponent of that this week. I saw they, uh, they've been donating meals to all the first responders and nurses and hospitals and all that good stuff. I thought that was pretty cool. And it's, it's good because now we know where to go when this quarantine is up. The people that are stepping up, we will be supporting when, when this is all said and done. So. Oh, hell yeah. One thing I will say, um, so we are going to try to keep this as normal as possible. Um, we want to be here for you guys through this, even though we don't have necessarily the content that we normally do. Um, we did have some stuff go on this week that we want to talk about in the beer community. Uh, first of which is the Fueled Live podcast. Um, so Fueled by Hops does a live podcast on Wednesday nights at around 8 o'clock. Um, I was on this week. Super fun. So, oh, wow. Look at you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were the first. We were the trial run. It was uh, myself, uh, Jason Sircone from Breaking Brews and Adam Sorma along with Ryan from Field by Hops. Um, shout out to Adam, who, is, um, who did publish the, uh, the weekly recap in his beer podcast, You Should Listen To, from Pittsburgh article. So we love that guy. We're going to have him on here soon once this uh, stay-at-home is lifted. Or we might even have him on FaceTime. Who knows? I mean, I think everyone's going to get used to listening to podcasts where someone's on FaceTime or Zoom or whatever, you know? Even, so. like, local radio stations are doing that now, where you have, like broadcasting from home and stuff like that. So I don't think it's outside of the realm of possibility to have like guests on FaceTime. I know it is kind of tough and it was definitely a weird um, experience for me being on a live podcast, number one, but number two, being in a situation where you have four people on the screen at once and kind of like feeding off of each other, but not over like, like speaking over the next person in line, that kind of thing. So yeah. Yeah. I think it's We've been dealing with those issues for years now, you know, <laughs> since I've moved, actual right? Years. Yes. Actual. I mean, we, like, we've, we've had those, those trials and, and tribulations, if you will. I think we handle it pretty well, though. It's just, a, it's a tough, it's a, it's a non- it's a non. It's an unnatural thing to have to do. Where it's not, no, there's it's, a dynamic of speaking natural. with somebody. It's completely different when you're face to face because you can see in real time when somebody else wants to speak and everything. Like it's it's definitely much easier. Like when I come back for breaks and and trips back to Pittsburgh, like it's a completely different podcast when everybody is in the same room. Yeah. Oh, f- for sure. Yeah. It's a, it's a totally different experience. Um, I think that, uh, even, even when we're not, you know, under quarantine, there's a, there's a point to be made for having that kind of interaction in real time. Uh, yeah, it's definitely much easier to, uh, feed off each other's energy when you're actually in the room. Uh, like I'm literally just sitting in my bedroom right now after, uh, doing literally nothing all day. And I'm, I'm not feeling my same level of enthusiasm for this podcast as I normally am, but we're we going to keep it, we're going to keep it light and we're going to keep it airy, like a, like a nice croissant. And we're going to, we're going to get through this as best as we can. And hopefully it will, uh, give you guys a, uh, a nice little respite from your, uh, your, I'm assuming, stressful lives. Yeah, I don't think that this is easy on anyone at all. Unless you're somebody that works from home all the time, 
And even that, it's got to be different. Like if your family's around or kids. Because you still or, can't you know. just like go out. Like, right. Like if I want to go have a beer with a coworker, it's like it, 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 it's one of those things that's just not going to happen right now. You know, that is what I think is the, the hardest part for me is like, I just want to go fucking drink. Like <laughs> I just want to drink a fucking beer. And it's just not the same. Like it's not the same when you're doing it at your house. Like, it's nice to do it at your house sometimes, but it's nice to at least have the option to go out. Absolutely. Like I was just talking to my roommate, and she, me and her went out. Um, it's 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 coming up on three weeks now. Three weeks ago, um, it, we went out right before she left to go to California, and that was literally the last time I was out. And it's been like three weeks, and it's fucking bonkers to me. But yeah. I haven't got out out in three weeks. Like it's just not the same drinking drinking beers on your couch. Oh, it's really not. No, I think the last time I went out was I think I went to Dancing Gnome on like Thursday before this whole thing went down. Cause it was like I was off for the weekend and Sarah was like, Yeah, let's uh let's go grab a beer. And so we went to Dancing Gnome and I was hanging out with Trevor, you know, bullshitting at the bar and that's just not something you can do now, you know, <laughs> like it's just it's, crazy. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's just pure madness. And this is, I think this is the first podcast I've done since this whole thing. I mean, I think it was kind of getting bad when we're on with Trevor um, and Amanda. But yes. Yeah. It wasn't at this level. So, you know, we definitely, uh, you, you know, you, you take things for granted. You really do. Right. But then there's also a lot of, um, there's a lot of, creative things going on right now too. And I think this is something that we wanted to hit on, right? So I think that there's a lot to be said for these like virtual happy hours that people are doing or live podcasts or, you know, just video chatting in general. I think it's something that we all kind of put on the back burner and we're like, Oh yeah, it's video chat. Like we all thought it was going to be this super cool thing. And then it happened and everybody's like, no, I'm not going to use that. But now it's the only way to deal with the isolation of just being alone. And I think that that makes it that much more viable as so, a, a I think that it's, I'd like to jump in here. Um, for me, having this whole transition to moving to Boston, then moving to Oregon, now down to California, I have always appreciated the ability to FaceTime people and speak with you, you guys. It's now that everybody is forced to do it that, um, I, and I don't want to say that I was, you know, I was doing it before it was cool, but I was doing it before it was cool. And, uh, no, it's, it's just, I'm glad that people are, are like starting to appreciate the ability to like remain in contact with a lot of people that you maybe normally wouldn't. And, and I don't know if it's going to change back immediately. I, I have a feeling that once once we're all able to go out, like people will throw this stuff kind of to the wayside again, as it was before. But there's, there are a lot of benefits to this type of stuff. And it, like, it, it's, it's been good for me, like just being able to, and, and that's the reason why I like doing this podcast is because we're not always talking all the time. No, no. And I think that's something to be said too. Like we don't, Jake, I don't really call you on a Tuesday and ask how your day is going, you know, like, well, that's because you're a dick. I mean, I am, but that's beside the point at this. Yes. Well, anyway, um, no, I mean, (laughs) yeah, it's nice to like reconnect. Like 
you know, I, I, uh, I think we're also caught up in our normal everyday lives. Um, before, I mean, or I think we were before this, so it's nice to like have time, especially, I mean, in our family, like group FaceTimes that we've been doing, um, everyone can kind of just like take a minute and just like talk to everyone else and not like have other things going on because there's literally nothing else to do. Right. Right. Which is nice. So it's like, it's good to connect. I, I, uh, you know, it's unfortunate that it's kind of unknown how long this is going to last. And I, I, I think after a while it could, it could start to wear on, on people, but in, in some aspects it is nice to kind of get some time to, to focus on things and not like have like a million different things that you're thinking about and doing. Cause you, you just simply can't do them right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely been connecting with people that I hadn't been for a long time. Like, I mean, even on Friday we got together with some friends from, from college that we hadn't talked to in a long time. And it was, um, it was, it's just good to catch up. You know, you don't really think about it much um, in your day-to-day life because you just have so many things going on. And, like, obviously with the time time difference between me and really most of my friends, man, I, I have a handful of friends here that I can call, like, late night on, like, a, you know, fr- even, like, during the week or on the weekends or whatever. But talking to you guys, like, sometimes I don't get out of work until 6 p.m. and I can't really... I can't really, uh, you know, reach out to people because they're probably getting ready for bed or, or whatever, really. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, that's the time difference is really a tough one. I think, um, like, I'm glad that we get to do this on like a Sunday where it's maybe not as much pressure to like get out of work and, you know, get all your stuff done for the day or eat dinner, you know, that kind of thing. Like Sundays are a little bit more relaxed. Um, but I do appreciate like keeping this going with people that I, like today I had uh, just a group call with uh, a couple of guys I went to high school with college with, you know, that kind of thing. And it was good to see everybody and like check in, you know, cause we text back and forth, but it's not, it's not as immediate. It's not as intimate. I would say when you're just like texting, Oh, this is happening. Oh, that happened. Blah, blah, blah. You know, like that's just, it's very disconnected, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because you have like a like I said, you have like a million other things going on, and like even if you're like sending a, a a text like here and there, like you might not even be you might not be reading the conversation, you might not be actively engaged in the conversation. So I do read but, every text message I receive. I will say that. Okay, awesome. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, I get anxiety when I see notifications on any one of my individual apps, aside from mail. I have like 5,000 unread emails that show oh, up. Oh God, that's giving me so much anxiety. <laughs> People that are like that are, 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 are so chaotic. It's unreal. So I, mean, um, I have better things to do than, than read every like promotional email that I receive from um, any number of companies that I give my email out to, to create online platforms. Yes. J crew like Jake crew. Mostly, yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, the fact that you had to explain that, um, man, shut doesn't up. Doesn't really help your case there. 
All right, let's let's get into the beer news of the week here. So one big thing that happened in Pittsburgh, and I think we're all kind of reeling from it. Reeling. <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of. Jake, do you want to do you want to start this one off? Yeah. So um, we just want to give uh, a heartfe- heartfelt um, R.I.P. to really one of the OG players in Pittsburgh, um, one of the places that we kind of came up on. Alex and I, when we turned 21 and, uh, that's, that's full pint. Yes. Uh, full pint is they had, a they, they shut down their tap room in Lawrenceville a few weeks ago. And the news came through on, uh, like mid, mid to late week this week that they were, they were closing for good. Um, this is something, you know, we've haven't had, or we hadn't had, the best experiences there. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to dwell on that right now. Cause it's always tough. I mean, you know, these people put their heart and soul into this stuff and they make, the, a, they make a, a good small, product. Yes. Right. So it doesn't always mean, and, and you don't know what happened. I'm not going to speculate on, on how exactly they got to that point. It, it's a little shocking to me, honestly, because they, you know, they had some big contracts with some, some, fairly big places. Like you'd see their stuff at like the casino and things like, I don't know if, you know, that contributed to it or, or really what it was. They did file um, bankruptcy. The business last side year. of things is the business side of things is so important when it comes to, to, to small places. Like you can have a really good product. You can be a, a restaurant that makes the best stuff. But if, if you're maybe not marketing the right way or whatever, you know, I mean, I've never had my own small business and I, I don't want to sound like a complete and total idiot, but to, to start anything. I mean, I, I'm, I'm around in Silicon Valley, a lot of people who, um, who are very smart, who want to start their own ideas and, and, or follow their own ideas and try to try to create something from the ground up. And it's, it, it, it always sounds like a good idea, but you need to have both sides. You need to have the idea. You need to have a, a, a plan to market it to people and get people to want to use that product or buy that product or whatever it is. Um, you know, we you hate to see it happen to some some place like that because it really was a staple in Pittsburgh for a long time. It was almost ten years, I think, is what they put in their post. Yeah, I think uh, next year would have been ten year, or I'm sorry, next month would have been their ten year anniversary. Yeah, and and you hate to see that. I mean, the same thing happened with um, what was the brewery in in uh, Rivertown? Not sure, that closed down Rivertown. Yeah, but they, I guess they got bought out. Um, so. You know, I think that those people probably have um, some other goals that they'll look into. I mean, you know, those people were pretty talented. Like they made, they did make very good beer. I, I don't think that I ever went there and was like, oh, this is the the worst thing I've ever had. I mean, I wasn't ever like, oh, we need to go out of our way to go there. But yeah, they were like it was a sort of just brewery. one of those things. Yeah, it was one of those places that you kind of just saw around and and. I never had any qualms with ordering a full pint beer because I knew that it would be pretty good quality. Um, White Lightning is still on my list of like probably top five best beers in Pittsburgh. Like I, and that was a, a staple they made. It was a, a Belgian wit, I think. Right. Yes. Um, just a that really damn good beer. That and one will be, will be dearly missed. And who's to say that they're not going to get bought out or come back stronger or whatever. But like um, the, the, the one that I want to pull from as far as like an example is uh wire right. 
out east. They um they filed bankruptcy and they basically like restructured the whole company during bankruptcy and came back. I don't want to say stronger, but they came back at least to their equivalent like presence and mm-hmm. they're still going. So I don't want to say that. I mean, it sounds like from what they're saying, this is the end of full pint, but at the same time they might get bought up by a, a Southern tier or victory or somebody like that and like keep production going. So yeah, I don't know how all that works, but I, I would think I would think that those guys still have the drive to to remain in that creative type space, right? I, I don't think that those guys are going to be like, oh, I just want to go work for somebody else and not follow my own, uh, you know, dreams. I guess right. for lack of a better word. But again, I mean, you hate to see it. It's it's a small business. You like to support the local places to, you know, again because we talked about this. It, it's it's those types of places that, that make it enjoyable to live in these different communities. And you, you don't want to see those types of places start to get moved out from, you know, a place like, I don't want to call what is it? Brew dog out specifically, but that's like a nationwide brand. I mean, you'd like to support the people who, who grew up in these neighborhoods, who, who are trying to build something because they've lived here their entire lives and, and that type of stuff. Right. Absolutely. Um, they're also not from, to not to throw shade at any any individual brewery or anything, but you know you, you hope that those guys you know have a have a path forward, and um, you know it's it's sad it is, and and hopefully you know again wish those guys the best of luck. Um, but yeah, definitely recipe. a big kind of a big shock to me. White Lightning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will buy that from you for sure. I'm not good at making beer, but I would love to. Love to give it a shot because that's do a white lightning clone. I like it. That is honestly one of the only uh, wits that I will drink. So I uh, I will miss that one dearly. Uh, See, that was I have fond memories, fond memories of that beer being at um, Hemingway's in uh, in Oakland, which was the college bar that we went to probably two or three times a week for, for like two years. (laughs) And it was always on the list. And if I couldn't find anything else that I wanted and I didn't like whatever was on special that day, it was white lightning. Like that was, that was definitely the go-to. So do you guys, I mean, other than white lightning, do we have a favorite beer from full pint that you've had? T-Funk, 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 T-Funk. Oh, yeah, T-Funk, is definitely, T-Funk is definitely the nicer <laughs> for me as well. I miss that so, so much. Like, I, it's, it's, it's very, it's really tragic because that is, is one of the best hours I think I've ever had. I don't know if I've, if I remember any other specific names. I mean, I've had, I've had probably dozens of their beers, but let's go here. Let's go through the, the old untapped machine here and see if I can come up with some some beers that I remember liking from full pint. All right. Well, while you're doing that, I know, I know mine. Um, so, uh, Rye rebellion is one that sticks out specifically to me because it was one of the first like hype stouts from Pittsburgh that I was like, Oh yeah, I have to go out and get it and, you know, find it at giant Eagle and spend, you know, $20 a bottle on it and stuff like that. Like it wasn't that expensive, but it was still like $25 for a four pack of it type of thing. Um, but that one was always like a great barrel aged stout. Right. So 
That one for sure. I will say, um, I, one of my, Oh crap. I can't remember the name of the beer now. Uh, there's also Shinooki. Shinooki is, it was like a, another classic, uh, IPA, obviously with Chinook hops. Are you saying Chinook? Is that not, is that not how you pronounce it? It's, it's Chinook. Chinook? Chinook, like chin. Spelled with a Chinook. C. Yeah, spelled with a C. Yeah, but it's a C. Yeah, but it's a it's an S S S H sound. Really? Mm-hmm. Am I making? The, are you making this up just to fuck with me? I don't know. Honestly, we should we should throw it to the Google machine and see. Hey Google, how do you say Chinook? Yeah, Chinook. That's what she said. Yeah, you're wrong. <laughs> no, 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 Chinook. Chinook. Like Shin, Shin, and Ook. No, just like, uh, no. I got some, I got some oak on my shin. <laughs> I just slipped in the mud and got some oak on my shin. No, you're wrong. <laughs> it's Chinook. So Alex is over here, uh, just, just for all the viewers out there, Alex is over here just chugging White Claws. He just crushed okay. a natural one. Okay, so so uh, have, we, have we finished our uh, farewell to Full Pint? Yeah, I guess I do want to. No, I, I do want to throw a, a mention to the All In Amber. I think it's a. I think it's. I'm going to start we'll talking it. anyway because Jake just cut me off like a bastard. Um, I think it's more of like a fair. Like uh, we'll see you later. I I would hope so, but All In Amber was also another favorite of mine. No, all right, that's fine. I I haven't heard of that one. I apologize. Um. Yeah. No. I mean. I I I don't have a a big. Um, uh, history with them or, or like a long history with them. Uh, I just know white lightning was great. T funk was great. Um, they weren't really something that I sought out. So it's not necessarily shocking. I, I, I and like, I, I know we, we don't want to speculate, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, like, do you think that they just couldn't keep up with like the hot trends? Do we think like people just thought they were, you know, just like a, they seemed like a kind of a bigger brand. So maybe people just like didn't, you know, they, they let it like just kind of drift into the, to the subconscious. I think it's hard. I think it's hard to, um, to maintain that. I think that level that they were trying to aspire to, because they, you know, they had their production facility and then they had the tap room in Lawrenceville once. I mean, they, you know, Think about nine years ago. Well, when did they open the place in Lawrenceville? Maybe six, seven years ago? Uh, I would say even sooner than that. It was probably in the last five. Right. So at, that, at the time that they were starting that up, I mean, it's 20... No, because like, it, it must have been like early 2010s. Like 2012, 2013, somewhere around there. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't we know. We can fact check ourselves on this. But I'm just saying, at that time, Lawrenceville was skyrocketing and you have so much competition and no one really wants to hang out on that end of Lawrenceville. Really? Yeah. There's not a lot of stuff going on there. When you think about, when I think about going down to Lawrenceville now, a lot of the the places that people like to go are clustered around 40th street. Yeah. And you can go a couple of blocks. Like if you go further than a couple of blocks, either way on 40th street, um, that's like a little bit too far, you know? And I, I thought that they were always closer to, you know, where Graham and Pap lived on 56th, which is kind of 
to me, it's like pretty far removed from the places that people want to hang out. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I'm not sure that they were using that as like their primary, uh, you know, source of income, but it never felt like that was a place that people wanted to get out and go to specifically because there are so many good restaurants and bars and everything in Lawrenceville. It's, it's hard to keep up with. Yeah, it's pretty concentrated generally. I mean, there. I mean, when we took Dad uh, for his birthday, his like fifty seventh or something like that, fifty sixth, um, we did like Dancing Gnome, and then we hit Hop Farm, and then we hit Full Pint. Like, it's a it, it's it's nice if you're doing like a a brewery crawl along Butler Street, but. If you're looking to like walk places, it's not really feasible. I think we did actually walk, but like, I mean, who the hell wants to walk, you know, 10, 12 blocks to get to like another brewery or bar that has good beer, you know? I, I, I don't know. I will That's say a location. One thing also, about it, it was really small, too. Sorry, Nick. Go ahead. No, I, I get that. Yeah, it was not a big place, but. It also seemed like a kind of like hangout before you went to Spirit for a show. So like a lot of the crowds there were, oh yeah, Spirit's two blocks down the road. So hey, we'll hit up Full Pint. We'll have a couple of drinks there and roll over to Spirit for the show. Like that kind of thing. So there's really not much else on that side of Lawrenceville, right? Like there's there's right, not a whole lot of like restaurants and shops. And there's like barbershops and like local places that I'm sure a lot of the, the people that live in that area hang out at, but I don't think that full pint was a good fit for that area of Lawrenceville. I would agree. I mean, it, it's, I think they wanted that full amount of space that they ended up getting, but you think about now where, where, where do you go in Lawrenceville when you go there? Same Again, Lawrence. you're very close to 40th street. You have, you have that new barbecue place. You have New Amsterdam. You have uh, the Goldmark. Like that's primarily where we hang out. Like where my friends want to go. Yeah, industry. And, I mean, and there you're still right. You're still probably five or six blocks from Full Pint at that point. Even when you're up at like the Abbey or Roundabout, that's still another three or four blocks to get to Full Pint. Like that's a long way in Lawrenceville. It's a hike, yeah. So, and, and you're going in sort of the wrong direction. I guess if you're making your way to like, you know, Highland Park or Sharpsburg, uh, Millvale, those those types of areas, that's fine. But you don't you don't walk in that direction because because typically what people will do is I mean they'll work their way back down towards the Strip, right? Right. Exactly. Is when they come to Lawrenceville, they're sort of walking in that direction to you know catch an Uber or something and go down and get some some food at you know Pamela's or whatever. That the other thing is though, like there are places that do well down there, like Hop Farm, right? Like, yeah, but I mean, you never know. That's the thing is that you don't. I mean, this was kind of unexpected for me. Yeah, I never thought um, that they would close. I just thought that they were going to like downsize to more distribution or. You know, yeah, but you thing. also, I mean, I think, I think a contributing factor as well is like the grist house and grist houses and dancing gnomes of the world that kind of took the whole city by storm when they opened up. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and after it took a couple of years for grist house to kind of you know really grab a foothold. Now they're, I mean, they're synonymous with each other for like probably the the most well known. And then you have Cinderlands, obviously doing all the stuff that they're doing. 
I mean, if you're not those three, you know, you might have like a niche kind of group of people who, who are participating in, in your, you know, releases or, you know, just going to your, to your bar frequently. But I mean, those are the places people want to hang out. Yeah, no, I agree. I tend to agree. Um, yeah, I, I can't imagine that that wasn't a contributing factor. Um, but you know, uh, rip to a real one. Uh, we hope to see them in some capacity moving forward. Um, uh, we wish them luck in their future endeavors. So, yeah. And we have no other information about like what's going on. This is just full on speculation. So if you're listening to this and you're going, Oh, the, the weekly recap said that full pints, not really closed. No, they are, uh, at this point for all intents and purposes, they are going to be stopping operations on April 3rd. So I'd love to see those guys kind of like move into maybe a nomadic type of role. Cause again, they like, they know how to brew beer I, or, or have at least the brewers like move on to a different place and, and add some kind of, uh, you know, fresh, interesting twist on beers at other places. I mean, they get that. You can't just like hire a brewer out of nowhere if you're some of these smaller places. But I mean, these guys, these guys have shown that they're good enough to, to make beer, you know, whether or not the, the business side of things was kind of up to snuff with the product that they're making. I'm not sure. I, and again, I, I'm not going to speculate on any of that because there are plenty of different circumstances that could cause something like this. But um, yeah, I mean, it will, I'll be sad to see them go. I mean, again, I wasn't, I wasn't going out of my way to go there, but I mean, that's a, that's a place that, uh, definitely has, uh, you know, a part of my art for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other one that I was thinking of and I couldn't remember the name of is hopism was a triple IPA that they did. <laughs> and yeah, I remember dad buying that when we went there for his, he probably bought like his, a case and a half of it too. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I think he bought two four packs, and and they were like they were going at like twenty five dollars a four pack or something, or more even. Yeah, that's the thing. Sorry, like, I'm uh, I'm getting another white cloth. That's literally all I have right now because I drank all of my, my. Yeah. So anyway, we can let's get into some beers that we're drinking or have been drinking. I I got a four pack um, from Hapa's Brewing, which is in um, in San Jose. Actually, um, they did a no contact delivery, which was a little shady to be honest. Uh, I'm not going to call them out for it, but they didn't like check my ID or anything. I just ordered online, showed up and, uh, drop. I am (laughs) clearly over 21, so it's not a big deal, but you could probably, you could probably press your luck there and, and kind of get away with it, with everything going on. Not that people want to take advantage of what's going on just to get alcohol. And who's, who's going to go buy a 20, $20 four pack of beer, as a 20 or ni- like 19 or 20 year old. But anyway, um, I'm drinking a, a hazy double IPA called heart of Karina. That's a cool um, name. It's a cool name. And it's a really good beer. Oh, that's um, good. I, so I got two, four packs on Friday from another brewery called Camino, which uh, is right down the street from me. Um, they make some really good stuff. I got, I got a couple of other four packs from them last week i want to say 
So I've been, you know, with all of this going on, people are getting creative in how they're able to deliver their products to people. Um, so I've, I've sort of just been following along with some of the local players, kind of just building a list of places that I definitely want to go back to. Um, the, the couple of places that I have been to, Hapa's and Camino, have cool tap rooms and things and, and a lot of space to produce a lot of beer. Uh, and I'm definitely looking forward to getting there when I can go out and, and enjoy beer around other people. Um, the beer that I had from Camino was called uh, KM 0.0. Um, it's a reference to, they, they have a whole story and they follow this storyline uh, pretty well. And, they, and they, they definitely have like a theme associated with their beers and stuff. Um, if you're interested, you can definitely go to their website. Uh, it's just Camino Brewing Company and uh, in San Jose, California, make some pretty good beer. I wasn't crazy about KM. Uh, it was a West coast IPA and it was not the best I've ever had. Um, but they did make a, a double IPA called fruit cup that I had last weekend. That was absolutely delicious. And, um, definitely looking forward to seeing what they continue to produce. Um, all these breweries around here are still doing, uh, you know, to-go orders. And some of them even have, like, food set up. Like, there was a, a guy who was cooking tacos and stuff when I went to Camino to pick up this beer, um, you love which is cool. It. You know, they're still, they're still trying to, to, you know, keep up with the food trucks and, and that type of stuff, even with everything that's going on. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's pretty much what I've been doing. Uh, I'll, I'll try to get to a couple of other places next week. I mean... I'm not sure if you guys have been following the news today, but uh, President Trump is going to be extending the uh, shelter-in-place rules until the end of April now. So it looks like we're going to be stuck inside for quite a while. Uh, but that doesn't mean that you can't support local businesses. Get out there, support local businesses. Find places around you that are doing delivery or doing you know to-go pickup orders, stuff like that. Yes. Get out there. Absolutely. Spend your money. If you have it, if you don't have it, don't worry about it. If you do... Get out there, support local businesses. We love Honestly, it. Love if, it. if you want, you can also make pooch in your toilet like they do in prison. <laughs> you know? Nothing, will nothing be, quite like some hooch in toilet water. We're going to be researching toilet, toilet wine for next week. We're going to tell you how to brew uh, it. The song Hooch by Travis Scott, one of my favorite songs. Low That's key. only fucking on Apple Music, and I refuse to get Apple Music just to listen to that goddamn song. What about that song from the 90s, Who Got the Hooch? Baby, is that um, is that Eddie Murphy? God, I Hoochie have no idea. and the Blowfish. <laughs> Hoochie and the Blowfish. All I know is it was Hoochie on the, su- the it was on the Scrubs soundtrack, which is showing my age. Is it Nick? I think that I might I might jump into watching Scrubs during the because uh, I know that you're like the only person I think who's ever watched like all of the seasons, as far as I know. I guess you and PJ probably. Yeah, well, we did it together, but it was live on TV at the time because we're so fucking old. Yeah, um, yeah. Jesus you are. Christ. Jesus Christ. Yeah, actually, that's a that's very topical. Nick, birthday coming up. I got this a big guy. one. <sighs> yep, I can rent a car. Big one, man. You know, honestly, like the four the four O is gonna it's it's treating you well, man. It is treating I'm not, you well. Fuck off. You can <laughs> fuck right <laughs> off with that shit gift right now. Aw. Cute. Yeah, it's it's sitting in the corner because I don't know what else to do with it. So. <laughs> so I was going to buy Nick beer for his birthday and ship it to him, but with everything going on in the world right now, that well, if you guys want to just like 
if you just want to buy my Amazon wish list, that'd be great. Cause I have a, I have a grill in there right now and that's what I'm buying myself for my birthday. You need to, you need to publish that on our uh, podcast page. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'll just send you my cash app name. Cash app. <laughs> Isn't that what porn stars do or amateur porn stars? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> isn't that isn't that what people who sell feet pics use? <laughs> so, a premium Snapchat. <laughs> premium Snapchat uh, or Venmo. We'll we'll put next Venmo and Cash App uh, links in in bio. <laughs> you can also so, Apple yeah. Pay me if you have your phone number. Uh, if you have my phone number, um, my we'll birthday is the first Trevor. though, and I want you guys to understand that I hope that there are no April Fool's jokes this year. Because the world is a joke right now. Yeah, no, I, there, there can be no April Fool's jokes because it's already a joke. Like, we've already had the biggest joke of our lives, and that is existing. I do want to say, I, uh, I had the realization that my lungs hurt today. And I was like, oh man, that sounds like coronavirus. And then I realized that, no, it's just because I've been really active the past week. <laughs> And they're actually functioning like at full capacity. <laughs> You're like, wow, it's so weird. Like, I feel like I can breathe. Right. <laughs> I can breathe. This is so nice. <laughs> but no, I've been working out every day. I did close all seven days, all three rings on my Apple watch this week. Wow. Congratulations. Like I said to Jake last week that I was going to do. I did it. Truly Jake. incredible. Um, I did. It. I did. I've already checked off uh, starting yoga. I, I've done, I've only done one class. I did it on, I think it was Wednesday. Um, but I'm looking forward to getting back into that. I, I, I try to, I try to work out on weekends if I can. Uh, it's really a bonus if I do. Um, but not being able to go to the gym has really been uh, hurting me because I can only do so much in a 12 by 12 bedroom. Sure. Yeah, but uh, they again, there are a ton of apps that are doing like free trials for the next couple of months. I'm, uh, I'm, I've joined the Peloton app, so I'm going to be using that for yoga over the next couple of sick dude. Uh, over the next couple of weeks to months here. Um, but yeah, it's it's a it's been it was fine. I, it was honestly a little bit of a struggle. Like I'm I'm not nearly as flexible as I'd like to be. I can't really touch my toes. So this, this woman who's like going through everything, she's, you know, she's breathing completely normally through this whole stuff. And I'm like, I'm sweating and I'm like, yeah, like dry she's like, heaving. She's talking you through it and uh-huh. also doing the stuff and you're listening to her and doing the stuff and completely unable to do it. I know how that feels, Jake. So, uh, you know, I'm going to keep up this week. Um, I did finish the, my first book of the year uh, also on Thursday night, I believe. And uh, so I think I'm, I'm progressing towards my goals from last week's podcast. Good on um, you, if you haven't listened to it. So, um, so, so in the, in the same vein, I will say uh, today marks my, I believe uh, 18th day in a row drinking uh, alcohol. <laughs> um, so Champ. I'm also doing well over here. Um, Weird flex, but okay. I've been working a night shift, and it's uh, it's been a bit of an adjustment. Uh, I sleep until about eleven every day, and I have three hours of free time before I have to go to work. 
and I've been staying up until like two or three in the morning. So it's uh, it's uh, it's definitely weird over here. Very weird. Um, I will say uh, I did go to the the wonderful states of Ohio and West Virginia to get uh, liquor and wine because all of the liquor stores are closed in Pennsylvania. Uh, I was social distancing per uh, per CDC guidelines. Uh, and I will say, if anyone ever wants to get White Claw and you're willing to drive 45 minutes, it's so much cheaper in uh, both the state of West Virginia and Ohio. So uh, keep that in mind whenever you're looking for your craft hard seltzer. Um, Did you find uh, any um, Pabst uh, coffee beer? I wasn't really looking for it. We were mainly looking for liquor. So I saw White Claw and I wanted to, so I got the, I got the new White Claw four pack um, that I wanted to try. And I got that in Pennsylvania when I was at uh, Giant Eagle a couple weeks ago or last week. And I wanted to get the other one to see how the original flavors stack up against the new flavors. Um, so I was basically just looking for that. We got like six bottles of wine, got some rum, got some bourbon, um, because we're, you know, we're, we're in for the long haul. Uh, and I, I don't think I could last through the rest of this with just beer. So, you know, you need some, uh, you need some liquor to, to switch it up. I absolutely agree. And, uh, that's why I had you get me a bottle of bourbon while you were in Ohio. So thank you for that, Alex. You're welcome. Absolutely. Um, what's, uh, you just know that the liquor stores in Pennsylvania will be closed for the foreseeable future. And I'm sad. This is why you shouldn't have state run liquor stores. Just throwing it out there. PA you're a bunch of head asses. Anyway. Yeah. Honestly, the head assery is just unreal. So I do want to do a little bit of a, a, a gimmicky segment here. Um, what does your ideal birthday look like? I mean, I know you guys Uh-oh. share one, so you have to like you have to like split it out and be like, no. If it's just my so day, are we are we talking are we talking what would what would my ideal fortieth birthday look like? So that you can get ideas for a couple of days <laughs> now, or <laughs> you're so fucking old, you old bitch, you old um, dirty bitch. Okay, I think I I think I have this. Um, Go ahead, Jay. You can I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. Do you, it, okay, you want me? To, yeah, I can start if you want me to start. Yeah, go um, ahead. <laughs> I feel like this honestly, would be a good exercise to for me to ramp up for my fortieth on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah I am thirty four. I will be thirty four years old on Wednesday. Okay, I will not be forty. Like honestly, this fuck ass was saying. Over the hill. Oh yeah, I'm already dead. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jake. What's your birthday look like? Go. So ideal birthday for me. Man. Uh, okay. So I wake up, uh, let's say eight 45 AM. Strong start. I strong start. Just, <laughs> just bought a brand new teapot. So I throw that bitch on the stove, eat that bitch up. I mean, anybody that listens to the show and or knows me in person knows I'm a huge Earl Grey guy. <laughs> so I get You're some so- Tezo. I get two bags, two bags of Tezo Earl Grey. Once that, once that bitch starts whistling, throw that shit in a mug. Got the mug right here, actually. Original pattern brewing in Oakland, California. All right. Important question. What size mug? 
Oh, this. Oh, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go full pint in in uh, in remembrance of our R. friends. R.I.P. I.P. Um, so no, we're gonna but, go 16, 16 OZ. Okay, so so two cups basically, a little bit more. Sixteen OZ. That's why I need two bags. Throw those bitches in there. Pour that water in. Hot as fuck. Drinking it. It's delicious. Okay. <laughs> so at that are point, are you John Ralph you know, me is, right now? <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it? Are we assuming that this is a Saturday? I'm just assuming uh, that you are off for the day, regardless of what day of the week it is. So if you want it to be a Saturday, it's a Saturday. So I can do okay. So I can do whatever I want. Um, I think I think my birthday coming up this year is like on a Wednesday. Okay, so I think once I finish my Earl Grey tea, I'm going to a bagel shop. Uh, if I can ship a, a bagel from Bagelsaurus yes. in Cambridge, Massachusetts, I'm doing that. You know what's funny is I just watched that episode of uh, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives with them on it, and I was like, yes. fuck, I need to go back there. Place is fire. Uh, really just going to go with with bacon, egg, and cheese on a salt bagel. Oh. Classic, ready oh. to go. I was going to go with the um, BLT. If you, were, if you were putting me, you know, gun to my head, I'd have to go with the BLT. On yeah. Really, really just too, too fire when you think about it. Everything bagel, um, So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to ship that directly to my mouth. Consume it, and then we're good to go. Um, at that point, I think I would love to hit a couple of breweries. Obviously, uh, this being a craft, <laughs> craft brewing, craft beer podcast. Of course. Um, best case scenario, I can drive to Treehouse, right? So I think that it's, it's realistic to be able to do that. I mean, I don't know if, if we're trying to keep it generic enough that this could happen in any location, but no, no, no. I'm saying like, if you had a teleporter and you had, you could be able to hit anywhere in the country. So it's, it's, it's Treehouse and Trillium in the same day, which I don't think I've ever done. So I'm going to Treehouse Brewing in uh, it's sort of closer to Central Mass than it is it is like you know Eastern Massachusetts. So I'm going there. I'm getting the two drafts that you're allowed to get. I'm picking up cans, taking them with me. Going to Trillium, getting some beers. Again, a couple of drafts. At this point, I feel like you know over the span of four or five hours, which you would need to to get to. Both of these places. I'm not driving, obviously. Obviously, it's your birthday. Who drives on their birthday? Arrive alive. Um, at that point, you know, there are so many things that I like to do when I go out. I really like to explore different cities and things. At this point, I think that I'll 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 bring it back to California. Um, would love to go to San Francisco. Love San Francisco. Uh, we went there. Maybe hit one more brewery. I don't want to overdo it. We've talked about this. You don't want to overdo it. You don't want to go to four, five, six breweries in a day. That seems like a lot. Right. So for me, you know, I'm a a big fan of of cheeseburgers and fries and just a classic Coke. So I'm finding whatever the best burger restaurant in San Francisco is. I'm going there for dinner. Taking those, taking those treehouse cans that I just shipped across the United States within three or four hours. Just teleport there. It'll, it's easier. I'm watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine until I fall asleep. 
from uh, uh, burger slash treehouse induced coma. I love it. I love it. Birthday. Thank Done. you. All right, Nick, you're up. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll round it out. Oh, Alex is bringing us home, even though it's my birthday week. That's cool. Yeah. All right. So my ideal, my ideal birthday, like, so I feel like this has happened a lot in my, in the past, like 10 years of birthdays. So I'm going to say there's got to be a sporting event involved. So ideally I wake up, like you said, eight, eight thirty, nine o'clock, you know, not too late in the day, but like early enough. 845. I'm sorry. 845. Exactly. Yeah. 845. All right. 845. Exactly. <laughs> so that, I wake up 845. Exactly. Let's go. No, no, no. I start the oven. I throw some bacon in, right? Cause you need bacon in the morning. Let's, let's be real honest. Oh, we, we you don't go frying pan. You go oven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh dude. It's my God. It's so much more controlled. I like my <laughs> bacon undercooked. That's all I'm going to say. Dude. I love, I love getting specks of grease. On the bottom of Literally my chin everywhere. as I'm flipping the bacon. Yeah. <laughs> Never cook bacon naked. Got it. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, so, yeah, I would definitely start off with bacon. I would, I would make myself a Bloody Mary to kick my, kick my liver right in the taint. First thing, right? So, Bloody Mary, but it's got to be garlic vodka. Ew, no, I'm saying like like okay. garlic infused vodka, not garlic. Yes, vodka, I understand right? what you meant. But so Huffs out in Greens Green Tree? No, not Green Tree. Shit. Greenville Bergs. Green no. Tree. <laughs> Greenville Bergs Tree. Greensburg? Just no, just right off of uh right right near Squirrel Hill. That's fine. We can just we can throw their their Instagram handle in. Let's the not okay. for the week. No, but Huff's had a really good Bloody Mary bar. Like when we used to go there back in the day, and so you could get like bacon and olives, pepperoncinis, pickles, all this stuff to put on top of it. All I know is putting bacon in a Bloody Mary is over the top, but it's amazing. So I'm going to say it sets the shit off. It really does. Bacon Bloody Mary. To start my day. Um, I like your idea of the burger, but I think I'd do like a burger for lunch. And I'm going to say it's got to be from Kuma's in Chicago. Because Kuma's is a heavy metal bar and they have some of the best craft beer on tap that you can find anywhere. Just because it's Chicago, you get Half Acre, you get uh, Three Floyds, you get all the all the big players in Chicago. Revolutions there, like that kind of stuff. So it's got to be a Kuma's burger. It's it's probably going to be the um, fuck. I can't remember the name of the burger. I think it's the cattle de- cattle decapitation. Um, but it's like burger, pulled pork, bacon, fried mozzarella sticks. Like it's it's wild. That's going to be my lunch. Probably hit a couple of breweries. Right? You have to. Um, I would say like a Penguins game, just because you're ramping up for postseason this time of year. Um, As a matter of fact, Sarah bought us tickets to go to the game on the 31st. Obviously, not happening. But that was going to be my birthday present. See, that's that's a good point, because my birthday falls on... Usually the the first or second week of college football. And the first week of professional football. 
Yes. So in theory, I guess I could do that, but I'm, I'm definitely more of a fan of like basketball and in there's nothing going on at that point. It's really just preseason stuff. And, and the season kicks off like in October. Um, but yeah, that's, that's a good point. I mean, like obviously I'm big, big sports guy, big, big Earl gray guy, big sports guy. Right. So my, um, so my birthday would be tailgating the penguins game with some craft beers with my buddies and my beautiful wife on my arm. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Couldn't, couldn't Excuse me while it. I vomit my entire <laughs> lunch. I was, I was on mute for the last like uh, five minutes and I, I had to off. I had to offer myself for that. Fuck off. <laughs> no, but I, I would definitely like to go to a hockey game, get a couple of Labatt ices or, you know, Molson, you know, like Molson 24 ounce beers, you know, Molson just, Canadian. Yeah. Right. Done. I want to talk about some Die. serious drinking. Bye. By the time Die. the game's over, you know, it goes to a shootout. Pens win, right? You go and you high five that one random guy in the parking lot. Who's super wasted on your way out. Hell yeah. It's, it's a good day, right? He's, get, he's still chanting. Let's go pens. Yes. Exactly. Let's go pens. Let's go pens. Anyway, Let's go. Then, then I get home and I pour myself, uh, maybe one, two fingers of, uh, neat bourbon. Fall asleep. Oh my God. <laughs> what a, what a day. What a true, <laughs> true, incredible birthday. Now for the piece de resistance, Alex, Alex I hope you got something through. good. Bad and clean up here. I Let's don't. Hear it, like, Alex. I, I I wish I did. I, like I wish I had something like good <laughs> to say. You guys, are, uh, yours are all centered around like fucking sports shit, and mine isn't. Dudes being bros. No. So yeah. Well, first off, I wake up. My homies by my side. We <laughs> we slept together. We slept next to each other, four across, in my bed. <laughs> oh, Was this an episode of Entourage? Purely platonic. <laughs> Nothing happened. <laughs> I just need someone to cuddle with. <laughs> so, uh, in the morning, I wake up. Um, before I put on my makeup, I say a little prayer for you. <laughs> before I leave, brush my teeth with a bottle of Jack? Yeah, because uh, when I leave for the night, I ain't coming back. Um, so, you know, uh, I'm going to say go get some coffee at some cute little coffee shop. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. I, I don't really have specifics. Like this isn't really like you know. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a simple a man of simple pleasures. Um, you know, I want some good like drip coffee. You know, have a cup of coffee. I wake up preferably not hungover. Usually, when I wake up on my birthday, it's it's hungover for some reason. I feel like I'm always hungover on my birthday. Um, so after that, I would say like go get lunch. Get like a nice like turkey club or some shit, you know, something, something with, uh, some heft to it. I know a turkey club isn't exactly uh, hefty, but you know, you know, like a nice lunch with a nice, uh, a nice fry, you know, a nice little, little herbed fry situation. Love that. Um, you know, have some cocktails, get some cocktails afterwards. Um, you know, have a couple beers, Dinner, you know, honestly, like, let's just go for a fucking, I want, like, a fucking steak and some mashed potatoes. Like, I want, like, like, this is my, this is my day, so I'm going to get the, Love most, it. the fucking thing on the menu. Um, 
And then I'm going to have like a glass of red wine. And then after that, we're going to go out and we're going to shotgun White Claws at, uh, you know, the fucking at the parking lot. So, you know, <laughs> honestly, butt chugging White Claws is a mood. And <laughs> if you're not down with that, I don't want you hanging out with me on my birthday. The one thing I did forget to, to mention, part of the reason that I like where my birthday sits in the year is that Alex has the same one. And I would, <laughs> everything that I said, <laughs> I would include him in. Yeah. Yeah. Dana, right. So uh, if, if, cause we haven't spent our birthday together in a couple of years here. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I miss that. Cause we, we always have a good time. We, you know, especially once we turn 21, we've been raging hella hard and it's yeah. always just, it's always a blast. There. Yeah. We went, we went pretty hard for a couple of years in a row there. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, but, you know, I, I don't know. I don't really have anything specific. Like, I don't have any, like, you know, any sports obsessions. Like, I don't, I'm not really, like, obsessed with any musical artist or, you know, like, someone that I would want to see on my birthday if I could, like, plan a concert around. Actually, it was funny because um, I had a friend this past uh, September um, when I turned, when we turned 25, uh, she asked if I wanted to go see Casey Musgraves in Cleveland because she was playing, I think, September 9th, which would have been the day before her birthday, but it was a Tuesday or something like that. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. Um, we'll see. And it never ended up panning out, but that, that seems like it would be a fun, uh, fun little like birthday adventure. Um, but honestly, like for me, what I like to do is kind of just like treat myself for my birthday, so I just like buy treat a yourself. Bunch of shit. I just buy a bunch of shit that I I want and don't need, um, and just use the excuse that it's my fucking birthday. So, but that it's was a big time. I like that. Uh, I like that little. Uh, okay, to wrap up the birthday conversation, then. Sure. Somebody offers to buy you a drink on your birthday. What is it? Go. Oh shit! Um, honestly, I'm getting a Long Island. Fuck that. Long Island's are the fucking best. Riggedy, riggedy, wrecked, son. Jake, what are you getting? So I went out a couple of different times in college, and it was always like, yeah, just give me a Miller Lite, like I'm good to go. Uh, if I could do it all over again, it's Grey Goose and Red Bull. Oh, that's I, a good I call for your birthday, though, because you want to be you want to be like jacked up, ready to go. Yeah, I'm ready to go, but I'm also drinking hot, like top shelf stuff. Give me that four loco before it went away, like type of feeling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we. I'm trying to think of like the craziest birthday that we we had. Um, we've spent so Alex and I spent two, three straight years having our birthday together when we were 21. The last couple of years, we haven't been able to, but. The first one, it was, it was a really low key. We were drinking like Yingling, went to Mad Max, had somebody pay for some shots for us, which is cool. Um, and then had some margs. That was pretty low key. Next year, we went hard as hell. Um, we had already been 21, so we, we could go out to the bar before midnight. And we had been drinking for quite a while. The following day, it will live in infamy. It will. We won't we go into that on this podcast. <laughs> we've, um, we've we've definitely rehashed that story on this podcast before. We the third year we were in State College, Pennsylvania, for the Pitt Penn State game. Also, and, super lit. 
Yeah, we Alex we definitely went <laughs> we went crazy for sure. We were drinking. I remember the, the I think the day of our birthday was Saturday when we were in Sunday. State College. It was Sunday. Oh, it was Sunday. So all day Saturday, like leading up to when we left to go tailgating for the party, I think I I, I finished probably seven or eight Miller Lights before we left to go to the tailgate. We pregame like you party. Penn State. It was Which Bud it, Light. No, it was Bud Light. I, I distinctly remember the Bud Light. So, yeah, we went really, really hard. Um, RIP the Rathskeller at Penn State. We went there when we were uh, in, in State College for that, that uh, Pitt-Penn State game that year. Yeah. And, remember like, when we very Tina? shortly after they closed down. Remember when we saw Tina? Yes, I do. Classic. Um, Tina, get was, back in the house. Yeah, come get some dinner. But yeah, we, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I think that there are plenty of crazy birthdays, uh, you know, on the horizon for us. Cause we have a couple of years before we get back to the like Friday, Saturday yeah. birthdays in back to back years, which we're definitely going to do something for. We have to. Yeah. Yeah, right. for sure. Um, yeah. My, my drink of choice would definitely be shots of tequila. Um, oh God, uh, Nick! <laughs> what are you What are you drinking, tequila wise? Uh, I would have to say something like higher end. I don't know tequila all that well, though, so I would say maybe like a Don Julio or eighteen hundred. You know, something. Don Julio is good. I I had we took shots of Don Julio when I was at my company Christmas party this past year, um, and I thought they were going to be dumb expensive, but we were in like a kind of a shitty bar and it ended up being like eight dollars a shot, which is really not that bad. That's not bad. Because Don Julio, no. I think, is generally speaking on the higher end. Honestly, I'm a I'm a pretty big fan of uh, Espalon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Espalon's not bad. I did a um, I did one of those tequila flights at Mad Max one time, and Espalon. Uh, what? It, I'm pretty sure that was on there, and I definitely did like Don. What was it? Uh, silver and gold. I think are the two. Two different ones, and then there's like platinum, which is like above that, right? Mm-hmm. So I did silver, gold, and uh, the Esplan, and it was like I don't know the difference between them. <laughs> so <laughs> shitty tequila, all that means is a worse hangover to me. So like if I'm doing a shot of something, I want to spend the extra money on it and maybe spend ten, twelve dollars on a shot, and you know have something worthwhile. I'm not going to do Cuervo all night. Although I will drink Cuervo in like a margarita or, you know, mixed drinks for sure. But when it comes to like straight tequila, it's got to be something worthwhile. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if we're talking, if we're talking birthday shots though, that's different Oh, for me. Birthday shots hit different. Okay. Yeah. Cause like I'm, I'm trying to do something wild. You know what I mean? We're like, doing I'm, I'm, we're doing Vegas bonds. We're doing fucking Washington crown apples. Royal. <laughs> <laughs> fucking crown royal shit. What are you, a nineteen year old? Yeah, crown apple is great. Yeah, I, I'm crown apple like, actually is really good. I like crown apple. I have a I have a little uh, taster bottle in my closet right now uh, that I'm saving for a special occasion, and by that I mean when I run out of all the other alcohol and we're uh, forced. To stay home, and we're wearing bondage suits outside and and fighting yes. people in the streets. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. 
Yeah, that's uh, that's my that'll be my go to, <laughs> my quarantini for that day. I will say, um, so I got a bottle of Crown. What is it? Southern Harvest, I think, for my wedding. And I was walking around with the bottle, just pouring people shots. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice to do now? Right. Yeah, I would love to have. I, I people. we keep watching things on TV and people are in like crowded spaces and I'm like, can you imagine doing that right now? <laughs> I was watching an older episode of like Property Brothers. Ugh. Something like something innocuous like that. And there was like a group of people hanging out in this person's house and I'm like, you can't do that. You can't do it anymore. It's like uh <laughs> go home. <laughs> Six feet apart, bitches. Anyway. All right. So we are uh, coming to the end of this podcast. I think we had a lot of fun, though. I think there were some good topics and um, RIP full pint. Was there anything that we didn't hit? Oh, oh. um, One thing I do want to shout out. So Breweries and PAs, uh, March Madness of Breweries, is coming to a close this week uh, on Tuesday. The final two are Trogues and Levante. Uh, Dancing Gnome was in the final four. They made a hell of a run. Shout out to those guys. Who did they lose to? Trogues. Trogues is a classic. It, and it really, they make some damn good beer. And, and Trogues, also, Trogues also was the first brewery to ever get 3,000 votes in a single round. So you got to figure, if you're up against something like that, and you even come close, like I think Dancing Gnome was within 200 votes. If you come close, that's huge. So congrats to Dancing Gnome for making it to the final four. Congrats to both Trogues and Levante for making it to the final two. I voted for Trogues. I will continue to vote for Trogues. But uh, you can vote once a day through uh, Breweries and PA's website. Go check them out. Go follow them for all your Breweries and PA news. One more quick shout out. I want to throw it out to Yangling. So I was, uh, I was hanging out with somebody today. While maintaining social distance. Sure. Sure. And we believe you. Yeah. Definitely not winking uh, on the video right now. <laughs> and she, she mentioned she went to uh, school in upstate New York and she did mention Yingling. So shout out those guys. Cause they keep making some of the best product in, uh, in the entire Northeast. Uh, I really miss it. I can't wait to go back to Pittsburgh have a permani sandwich, gorge myself on that while chugging Yingling. I do want to find that Yingling flight beer just to try it. We talked about this a few episodes ago. It's their low. Yeah, no, I think we should definitely, we should definitely be on the lookout for that uh, moving forward. Obviously I'm not going to find it out here, but once you guys get some, if you want to not ship it to me, that's illegal. And then, uh, or, and, or save some for me when I'm back home. Uh, definitely do that. Um, so, so yeah, that's thing, pretty much it. The other thing I wanted to talk about. So since Jake, you will not be coming home for Matt's wedding in a couple weeks. Uh, we're going to have to reevaluate this hundredth episode thing. Cause I do have all of the beers that I want to drink through that episode. Um, the so the list is currently Hazedelic Juice Grenade, Lustra, Good Vibes 
from Voodoo and General Braddock's. I was going to pick up some Squish from Cinderlands because that's their staple pale ale, right? Um, Alex, do you think... So here's can- how I want to do this, and I, I don't, I don't want to brainstorm necessarily on the podcast, but we have to do a blind taste test and see if we're as perceptive as we think we are. Oh, absolutely. I think that's a given. And we can have Sarah deliver the beers to us and drink them. But since you're not coming back for the 100th episode, can... What I was thinking is Alex and I will drink them and comment on them. And then when you do come back, we'll do it again. Blind taste test. Yeah. So sold. We'll, uh, we'll get it figured out, but uh, I do want to thank you guys again for tuning in this week. Um, stay safe, stay home. Don't touch anybody. Don't cough on anybody. Don't stop your car in the middle of the road and tell me that I should be six feet away from my wife when I'm walking in the neighborhood. That's absurd. Uh, if you're quarantining with somebody in the same house, like, I mean, she was obviously joking. So like it was fine, but yeah, okay. don't be an yeah, asshole. Well, it's actually you could not have that. It would be better if that was like an actually like good joke an actually good joke, a very actually the good joke. Anyway, a real actual joke and it good. The funniest of the Laffy times. Thank you for listening. We will see you next week. All right, guys. Raise a glass on FaceTime and cheers. Hello, and welcome to the end of the podcast. You made it this far. So why not go and follow us on social media at the weekly recap on Instagram at the weekly recap one on Twitter or email us at the weekly recap one at gmail.com. Yeah.